0: Everybody's looking for a deal. Are you looking to get traveling again as things hopefully begin to reopen as we muddle our way through this sixth wave? If you're looking at something in an ultra low cost fare, well, maybe I could suggest Flair. Flair uh, operates out of Western Canada. But if you book a flight with Flair over the next couple of months, are you taking a risk that the airline might actually get shut down? because there's a review underway about FLAIR and its operations and whether or not it's actually, quote-unquote, Canadian, because we have rules in this country about airlines and what the ownership structure must be to talk about it. I'm pleased to welcome to the program John Gradek, who is a professor at McGill's Aviation Management Program. Uh, John, welcome to the program. Uh, This review seems um, unprecedented. Am I wrong? Well, it's something
1: that the Canadian Transportation Agency uh, monitors on an ongoing basis. It's part of the licensing agreement uh, and the conditions of of licensing a Canadian or an operator in Canada that there has to be some rules in terms of Canadian content and Canadian ownership. And occasionally, uh, the CTA does an investigation based on Information it has received from a variety of sources about an issue associated with uh, flare meeting those conditions of their uh, of their contract with Transport Canada. So this is one of those. Um, has this been done before? Yes, it has. Uh, it's not unusual, uh, but it's not that frequent. So you know, whenever you have carriers that decide to to operate in Canada, uh, whether there's a you know, and most of these have a foreign content. Review that uh, there is a, a procedure for transport
0: and trans and a CTA to review that status. So in this case, it's a, a Miami-based uh, company, Seven 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 Partners, which is actually invested in Flair, and I guess it actually owns the airline the airplanes that Flair uses. Is is that the crux of the issue?
1: I don't. It, I, it's not really sure. I think that you know the CTA, you know, has not publicly disclosed all of the conditions associated with their investigation. This investigation started in the fall of 2021 uh, and was brought to the CTA's full panel in January, and they concluded that there was a concern on the management of, you know, small M, the management of this airline in as much as, for example, three, there's a five-member Board of Directors uh, of Flair, and uh, three of those members, the majority of the membership of the board of directors, uh, are employees of Triple uh, Seven Partners in Miami. So they have logistically control of the board of directors, which makes made, which make the major decisions for the airline. And because you know the the Triple Seven also is the lessor for these airplanes that that uh, Flair is using, that's where I think that there is some type of concern uh, on the part of the cta as to you know the uh the decisions being made uh, and are they really decisions that should be made by canadians rather than by triple seven partners in miami
0: before this interview i was just doing a little noodling around on the Flair website looking at prices to fly to new york that sort of thing um and they're pretty cheap and it you know it might be uh, something that Canadians and, and people are looking at is there a danger right now in booking a Flair flight, considering that this review is still underway?
1: Well, it all depends on your on your tolerance for risk. You know, I think that you know there is a re, there is a timeline that the Canadian Transportation Agency put on a response from Flair, uh, and if the, if and that timeline says that they have to respond to their complaint uh, by May third. Uh, and at which time the CTA will look at the response they've got from Flair and to see whether they, in fact, uh, have taken action to fix the problem. And if they haven't, uh, then the CTA has authority to uh, suspend the license, among other things, suspend the license of Flair in operating an airline in Canada.
0: W- so, would, that, would that be something that would just you know happen on a Friday? They say, that's uh, it, you're uh, suspended and it's, it's done and everybody's stranded?
1: No, it's not. It's not going to be that quick. I think, you know, the FLAIR has a number of options that it has, you know, subsequent, subsequent to a decision by the Canadian Transportation Agency. They can appeal that that decision uh, and that decision goes to the Transportation Appeal Tribunal of Canada. And they will hear the you know arguments by both CTA and by FLAIR about that uh, that suspension. Uh, so it's it's not as if, you know, overnight you'll see flare FLAIR's airplanes parked. Um, there will be a higher risk of FLAIR having issues with, with its license um, if the CTA confirms the ruling. Uh, and so it won't happen instantaneously. Uh, it, you'll There will be some notice to the Canadian traveling public that the issue of FLAIR's license is going to be up for suspension.
0: John, it's fascinating. It's something that uh, consumers have to keep in mind. Appreciate your time. All right. Have a great day. Take care. That's John Graddick, who is a professor with McGill University's Aviation Management Program.